Praise the Lord. We thank and praise God for Deaconette opening up this morning. Amen. So to, this morning's topic is chosen people by God. Amen. Deal with a few definitions before we get deep off into the lesson. So the word chosen, did anybody happen to look up that definition? That's good. Divine favor. Picked out. Taken in preference or elected. Predestinated. Designated to office. Amen. The definition for people. Did anybody happen to look up people? The definition that I God was the entire body of persons who constitute a community or other group by virtue of a common culture. So we as the people of God, we are a community of the Lord Jesus Christ. We've been brought together into the family of God. We have a common culture as Jesus Christ being the head of this church. Amen? So, a chosen people by God, it, true believers in Jesus Christ are his chosen bride. Uh, we are greatly valued by God. Amen? And we have to realize that we have a particular place in God. We, have a, we are the apple of his eye as his people, as his chosen, his elect, as his sanctified people unto himself. And God has foreordained the church. Uh, that means that he chose us before the world began. Oh, come on here, somebody. It's an honor and a privilege that God would choose us to serve him as his special people before the world began. We are his assembly. We are his congregation. We'll be called out ones, meaning we are special people who've been set apart in the Lord to be his bride. Uh, down through the scriptures, there's a, a, a lot of synonyms and anonyms and allegories of God and the church being his bride. Oh my God. And we got to make ourselves ready to be with our king. Oh come on here. That's what we wake up every day. We making ourselves ready to be with our king. Oh, hallelujah. So it is an honor that we are the special ones that God has handpicked. Honey, you've been handpicked for God. Oh, you're not no cheap meat. You're not no castaway. You're not no afterthought. Oh, but he had you on his mind. Oh, my God. When he decided to come up with a plan, God always got a plan. He came up with a plan from the beginning of the world to, to save 
Oh my God, I'm glad I was a part of the plan. Oh my God. Oh, just when you think about it and you meditate on what God is and what he has done and how he chose us to be a part of the family. We were people oh, without God. We were aliens and we were strangers to the covenant of the nation of Israel. But he grafted us in and he gave us an opportunity to serve the true and the living God. Woo, my God. Oh, so we're dealing with the symbolism referring to believers as the bride. Oh, when we understand, oh, in a marriage, the bride, oh, here comes the bride. Oh, she's dressed in white. And white represents the righteousness of God. Oh, the holiness and the purity of God. Oh, his church got to be holy. His church got to be pure. His church gotta be sanctified oh my god oh as a woman keep herself holy and pure and set apart for a husband oh she don't go around tiptoeing with Billy Bob and Jack before she say I do but she set herself apart oh my god and make herself ready for her husband set apart holy as a bride takes on the name of the one that she married. Oh, my God. Oh, she may have had a maiden name, but when she say her vows, she takes on the name of her husband. And we have taken on the name of Jesus Christ. The bridegroom chooses their bride. And so it is that Jesus Christ has chosen his bride in true believers. Oh, so he shaped that he molded us to fit into the beautiful building known as the church. Oh, my God. We better thank God for the church. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's nice to have the brick in the mortar, but you better thank God for the spiritual church. Oh, my God. Because I have found me a safe place. I have found a place of refuge. I have found my spiritual gas station. I have found a place where I can get my healing. I can get my help. I can build my faith. You better thank God for the church. Oh my God, the spiritual house. To be the spiritual house of God, we got to take on the fullness found in Jesus Christ. Laying aside, putting off all evil, wicked attitudes. Come on here. Uh, because we can't dwell in the universal bridegroom house being an unclean bride. Huh? Uh, you didn't want no hussy or no hoe as a husband or a wife, and God don't either. Oh, come on here. Let's just keep it real. Huh? You didn't want somebody that was strong, thin, all out in the streets. Huh? My God. Oh, you wanted somebody that was dedicated to you. Oh, I got 
with you right where I want you. Uh, oh, come on here. Uh, we better make sure that we wholly dedicated, uh, consecrated uh, unto the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, he expects uh, his people to be found faithful. Not to go whoring after other gods. Oh, my God. Oh, I know y'all a little cold this morning, but we're going to shake it up in a few minutes. Uh, you might as well shake the cobwebs loose. Uh, oh, come on here. I don't know what you've been into all week. Uh, you come dragging in here on Sunday morning on the Lord's Day, and you want to be all cold and dry in heaven. The devil is a liar. You better shake yourself. Oh, my God. We better watch how we walk into the house of God. We better watch how we entertain ourselves in the house of God. Uh, oh, like we halfway asleep. Uh, like we don't know what's really going on. Uh, oh, you know what's going on. Oh, Jesus. Uh, this is the Lord's day. <laughs> oh, my God. So let's act like we get with the program, shall we? So let's go to the book of Ephesians, the second chapter. Hold that thought. We're going to go back to a different scripture that I had read. We're going to go to the book of Deuteronomy, excuse me. Deuteronomy 7. And then we'll go to Ephesians. Amen. Deuteronomy 7, verses 6. And the Bible says, For thou art a what? Holy people unto the Lord thy God. The Lord thy God have what? Chosen thee to be a special people unto what? Himself. Above all people. Y'all need to highlight that. Above everybody. Huh? Above all people that are upon the face of the earth. Do you see the special weight that you have with God? My God. So then we ought to act like a people that's about something. Come on here. Not walking around like an excuse and an apology. Walking around with our head hung down for what? When we are chosen special people unto God. Verse 7 says, The Lord did not set his love upon you, nor choose you, because you were more in number than any people. It wasn't because we were so good and we did everything just right, and because we were so numerous. See, God does a thing that's totally different than the way man thinks. Uh-huh. See, if it was up to us, we'd go after the people that's big in number. But God said, that ain't why I chose you. Woo! And he says, What? You are the fewest of all people. Look at God. Huh? The 
about us, huh? As opposed to the way the world sees us. Huh. But because the Lord loved you, and because he would keep the oath which he had sworn unto your fathers, had the Lord brought you out with a what? A mighty hand. And he redeemed you. Say I'm redeemed. He redeemed you out of the house of bondmen from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is what? He is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. Can't nobody do you like God. A thousand generations. My God, let that sink in. When you think about how faithful God has been to his people, huh? And we were the ones that were unfaithful. We could never charge God being unfaithful. Oh, my God, the book of Lamentations said, Great is his what? Faithfulness. Oh, my God. Oh, when you wake up every day, he gives you new tender mercy. I thank God I got new mercies when I woke up this morning. That I'm not resting on yesterday mercy and on Wednesday and Thursday mercy. But I got brand new mercy. Woo, thank you, Jesus. Because I sure need it. Oh, yeah, you may not admit it, honey, but you needed new mercy today. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Oh, he's been a faithful God. He shows up just like the sun rises every morning and the moon settles in the sky every night. He's faithful. He shows up. When you're not thinking about him, he's there. He's a covenant-keeping God. He's a God of his word. He keeps his word down to the third or fourth, the fifth, down to the thousand generation. And I'm so glad I serve this God. My God, we dare not take him for granted uh, because the Bible said it's of the Lord's mercy that we have not been consumed. Ooh. Even with COVID, uh, even with all the pestilence and all the destruction uh, and all the evil that's going on in the world, uh, it is of the Lord's mercy that we are not because his compassions fail not. Woo, my God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So we established that we are chosen of God. Now we're going to talk a little bit more about this spiritual house. We're going to go to 1 Peter 2 now. And we'll start at verse 1. Amen? The Lord built his church on a sure foundation. 
And the born again believers must live and be a part of the temple of the living God. And a house is only as strong as the materials which one builds it. I mean, you know, uh, you can build a house, uh, but except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waken in vain. Oh, you got to make sure that your house is built uh, and it's on a firm foundation. Uh, oh, my God, in this spiritual house, uh, it's got to be built on Jesus Christ uh, and the doctrine of the apostles uh, and of the prophets. Uh, Jesus Christ uh, being the chief cornerstone. You ain't got no foundation without Jesus. Woo! So starting in verse 1, the Bible says, Wherefore, laying aside all malice and guile and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speakings, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, that you may grow thereby. And if so, ye have tasted that the Lord is what? Gracious. Thank you, Lord. Uh, to whom coming as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious. Verse 5, ye also as live. Oh, so this is how we should be. We should be lively stones, uh, not dead, not twice plucked up by the root, but we should be lively stones unto God. Mm. Are built up a what? A spiritual house. A holy priesthood. To offer up what? We offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God. Mm. Let me read that in the Amplified. Come and like living stones, be yourselves built a spiritual house. For a holy, which is means you dedicated and consecrated unto the Lord. So I can't do what the world do. Huh? Uh, I, I know we got this, this culture now, you know, where the church is trying to blend in, you know, with the world's practices. But because we are supposed to be holy, I can't behave like they behave. And I can't talk like they talk. And I can't go the places where they go. I can't do what they do. Huh? Because I'm supposed to be dedicated and consecrated. We are priesthood. Huh? To offer up those spiritual sacrifices that are acceptable and pleasing to God. Huh? We think we're doing it unto Yo! 
salvation.
the people wanted a king. They weren't satisfied with God being their leader, with God being their king. <laughs> so be careful what you ask for. Oh, they kept on bothering God and pleading with God. Uh, and God gave them what they asked for. Huh? Oh, yes, Saul was tall, handsome. He was good to look at, pleasing to the eye. Oh, I got you where I want We want everything to look good, smell good, pleasing to the eye. I'm pleasing to our flesh. Huh? But not taking in consideration our spiritual well-being. Mm-hmm. Because we're dealing with a spiritual house, right? So they get this king. And boy, they got more than what they bargained for. <laughs> boy, they had hell in the morning, hell in the noonday, hell at night. Be careful. Huh? What you plead with God for. Huh? Because God knows exactly what you need. He knows exactly what you can stand. He knows exactly what you can tolerate. He knows exactly what will drive you away, what will push you away. God knows everything. Oh. But we won't, we won't, we won't. Oh, my God. And so we got to be careful how we build on this spiritual house. Because everything else is going to pass away but this spiritual house. Huh? The word of God has got to be at the center. You got to live by his word. Oh, that's the only way we're going to build it. We can't build it on nothing else. Heaven and earth shall pass away but my word shall remain. Oh, my God. Let's go to the book of Ephesians, the second chapter. Ephesians 2, we'll start in verse 10. says for we are his workmanship God done did some overtime in our life <laughs> he done worked overtime with first lady <laughs> Woo! he working overtime on me every day I don't know about y'all he may be working part time in your life I don't know uh, maybe working full time but he working overtime with me I'm his workmanship. Keep working with me, Jesus. Work with me, work with me, work with me. Sometimes I'm a little crazy, Jesus. Work with me. Help me along the way, Jesus. I need your help. Work, work, work with me. Because I ain't got it all together. I ain't got all the answers. Huh? I didn't got every I and cross every T. Huh? Oh, I done missed it sometimes, Sister Leach. Huh? I didn't measure up to the standard all the time. Huh? Oh, come on here and you didn't even. Huh? Oh, my God. Walk with me, Jesus. 
it. I ain't ashamed to say it. Uh, I'm created in Christ Jesus unto what? Good works which God have that we should walk in them. And then verse 11 take us on a trip. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, we go through life and we don't kind of forget, you know, some of the messes we was in. Well, sometimes we don't forget some of them bitches we was in. Sometimes we forget how we were sitting in the dark. Well, sometimes we forget, Brother Lamont, uh, when times was hard and we didn't have nobody else to call. Uh, we didn't have no pillow or no post uh, to lean on. Uh, but God. See, sometimes you got to be reminded. Huh? Of where you came from so you can appreciate where you're going. Because he really want to appreciate when God take you higher and he elevates you when you don't remember how hard times once was. Huh? That's when you can appreciate when God promotes you. That's when you appreciate when God elevates you. That's when you appreciate when God bless your life because you remember. <laughs> My God. And so the Bible says in verse 11, wherefore do what? Remember. <laughs> Don't you forget now. Don't you get amnesia and forget what God done brought you from. Because <laughs> it was a time huh, you couldn't dress up all pretty and nice and come to church. Huh? It was a time huh, when you didn't have nothing huh, uh, but the clothes on your back. Huh? It was a time huh, you didn't have the jobs or resources. Huh? That was a time when you didn't have people loving on you and encouraging you and praying for you. Huh? It was a Remember that being in time past, what happened? Oh, but what you was the uncircumcised. Huh? You wasn't the circumcision. Huh? Hey, talking about some black Jew. No, no, you wasn't. No, you, you wasn't no Jew. Uh-uh. No, you wasn't. Huh? You was a drifter. Huh? We were lost. Huh? We were aliens, uh, strangers. Huh? We serve all kind of strange gods. Huh? We're part of a covenant. Who are you? Some of y'all don't realize the real Jews. They look at y'all the same way, like dogs. Huh? You ain't a part of the covenant. Huh? You better thank God God got you grafted in this family. <laughs> Think about where God and put us. My God, and what did the Bible say? <clears throat> By that which is called the circumcision. That's the nation of Israel. <clears throat> Go ahead. Christ, we were without 
Like we just got it all together. But the Bible says we were without Christ being what? Y'all better underline that. Strangers from the covenant of promise. Having what? No hope. And without what? We was without God. <laughs> oh, but I like this next verse here. This ought to cause you to shout. Verse 13. But now. Shout, but now. But now. Now, see, you don't read where you came from. <laughs> but now you read where you at. <laughs> Jesus, you who are sometimes were you were up far off are made nigh, which means he done brought you closer. <laughs> you were made nigh by what? So the blood of Jesus made it possible. That we didn't have to sit out in the outer courts no more. And we didn't have to look from a distance. And watch other people's come and serve God. And offer their sacrifices. Huh? And give their praises. Huh? And give their honor and their glory to God. Now by the blood of Jesus. Oh, I feel like running. <laughs> by the blood of Jesus. Huh? I can come in now. I'm a part of, of the kingdom. I'm a part of the family of God. And it's because of the blood of Jesus. You better thank God for the blood. The blood that came streaming down. The blood that gives us strength from day to day. It never loses its power. The blood, the precious blood of the Lamb of God. Oh my God. That came streaming down for me and for you. The blood. It washed me. It cleansed me. That I can come into the presence of God. The blood. It bought me. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Woo. Sanctified me. Woo, thank God for the blood. For he is our peace. He is my peace. When I ain't got nothing else going in the world, he is my peace. Oh, he is my safe place. Oh, he is my tranquility. When I meditate and think on Jesus and his word and his blood and his body and what he has done for me, he is my peace. Woo. 
one had broken down the middle wall of petition between us. Jesus broke the wall down. There was a wall between us and God. Huh? It took the work on the cross in order for the wall to come down. Woo! The Bible said that the veil was rent. Means there was a covering. Huh? There was something that couldn't allow us. Huh? Our sin separated us between God. As long as you know, uh, it was sin. <laughs> but there was a veil. Uh, oh, that we could not even entertain the glory of God. Oh, my God. Uh, but you better thank God for the blood of Jesus. Uh, oh, it rent the veil. Oh, it rent it. Uh, oh, my God. And now you can entertain the glory of the only begotten of the Father. Huh? And he does it for his name. 
that his name will be glorified. Not for your name, not for my name, but for his name's <laughs> Y'all will let that soak in in a minute. Because what God do is it's for his name. <laughs> We're not going to make God look bad. <laughs> we ain't going to cause the enemies of God to blaspheme the name of God. He do it for his name's sake. That's why you kept right now. Right now. That's why you here. That's why you still standing. It's all because of his name. Ooh. Yea, though I walk. <laughs> I'm walking through the valley. I'm going through the valley. I'm going through hell and high water. Going through storms. Uh, going through situations and circumstances. But yay! I got a shepherd. <laughs> He leads me through it all. He comforts me with his spirit. He speaks to me with his word. He gives me blessed assurance. That if God be for me, who can be against you? Oh my God. Y'all will catch all that later. Oh, so he came to us as a shepherd. He soon will return for his bride as the king of kings and what the Lord of lords. It won't be no mistake about it. <laughs> oh my God, every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Huh? Don't worry about it. Huh? Everybody around you, maybe, you know, be an atheist and, you know, serving Buddha. And you know, they got all kinds of gods they erected. But you keep on serving Jesus. Huh? The King of kings and the Lord of lords. See, you bowing now. <laughs> it won't be no problem about later. <laughs> Woo, my God. So the church is... Not only just a spiritual house, but an existence has purpose. We have a purpose to be a beacon of light in the world. Come on here. And it's our duty, our responsibility to be that beacon of light that the world can see. Huh? It's up to you not to let your light get dim. <laughs> we are the house the temple of to God. Huh? Don't you know that you belong unto the Lord? You were bought with a price? Huh? The Holy Ghost ain't going to dwell in no unclean temple. Despite popular belief that the Holy Ghost just going to stick around. Huh? While we living in sin. No, 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 no. No. <laughs> Holy Ghost don't go everywhere. You call yourself going and preaching in the club and in the nudie bar. No, it don't do that. No, 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 no. Uh, it's called decency and order. <laughs> oh, my God. And it will not be vexed uh, with the foolishness of sin. I know this generation, they got all kind of crazy notions and theologies and craziness in their spirit. All uh, this culture that they got going on the scene. Uh, newsflash, the Holy Ghost will depart. 
<laughs> it ain't going to stay in no unclean temple. No, no. Huh? It will leave us. It will depart and have Ichabod on the door. The Lord has departed. <laughs> God don't go for any and everything, despite this generation's belief. Huh? God don't go for this foolishness that we got on the mainstream. Huh? Come on here. He has a standard. Shout standard. God has a standard. <laughs> I know, I know it's, it, it's hard, you know, for this generation and culture to grasp that, you know, because uh, we got so much of the world now uh, that's crept in the church. Uh, we got more feminism. Uh, we got less, you know, men culture and more women. We got men looking like women, acting like women. Behaving, okay. I'm here to tell you, uh, God is not pleased. Huh? We need to put some more masculinity in the church. <laughs> we need to have some more base in the church. Huh? It's a beautiful thing that women are, you know, compromise the majority of the church. It's a good thing. It's, it's all great and good. Oh, but there has been a shift in the spirit. Have you noticed that even the masculinity has dwindled down to an all-time low in the church? Hmm? And we're supposed to be a spiritual house unto the Lord. Hmm. My God. We're accepting any and everything. We're going for too much. We're compromising and coming down when the word and God's standard was never to be compromised. <laughs> we want to bring the culture of the club into the church. Oh my God. It's all about partying. Oh, and it's not about the word of God being preached and being taught. Because it's supposed to be about the kingdom. Not a piece in our flesh. Ooh. My God. We turned it into a financial conglomerate. Oh, well, the church is all about finances now. Oh, my God. God is not concerned about your bank account. He's concerned about your living, your lifestyle. Oh, how we present ourselves to him. How we walk in before him and before men. How we handle the truth. How we present the gospel with our life. Because... But I, I, I can't get with this modern day called Christianity. I just can't get with it. Y'all help me out. Y'all just help me out here. I guess I was just brought up differently in church. Huh? Well, we had to do right. We had to live right. We had to walk up right. No excuses. Jesus. Where the word of God wasn't compromised just so they could get numbers in the church. Huh? 
We're more concerned about getting numbers and numbers, huh? Instead of having quality people, huh? Building the nucleus of saints that God has chosen for himself. From among them, be ye shepherds, said the Lord. Now we coming out. We getting closer to him. We ain't coming out, huh? We hooking up with him, tangling up with him, so tightly knit up with him. We can't separate, huh? We can't spend the quality time with God that we could be spending with God because we're so tightly connected with the world. We got so much on our agenda, so much on our calendar. We got so much this and so much that. Uh, and we're leaving God out and we give him a little touch and a little sprinkle. God is not pleased. <laughs> oh, my God. God said, you are mine. I chose you. I called you special. I called you out of darkness into the marvelous light. I brought you. I raised you up. I was the one that brought you out with a strong and mighty hand. You belong to me. And God has high expectations of his people. <laughs> he said you're peculiar you're supposed to be different uh, uh, you're supposed to think differently you're supposed to behave differently you're supposed to walk differently carry yourself differently because you're peculiar huh oh my god living a life on purpose mm. living a life on purpose not just going through the motions and we done got entangled with going through the motions with God. Honey, you got to live this life on purpose. Lord, what is your will for my life? God, what is it that I should be doing for you? God, what is it that should please you? My purpose, what I'm in the kingdom for, what is it, God? What work would you have my hands for me to do? What assignment do you have for me to do? Because I want to do my assignment. I want to live on purpose. I'm not here by accident. I got a divine appointment and I want to live like I got a divine appointment in the kingdom of God. Woo! Because I don't want to be a disappointment to him. Woo! My God. Read a few more scriptures. I'm going to let it go. Let's go to Romans 12. Starting verse 1, very familiar scriptures, but we're going to rehearse them again in our spirit. Amen? Faith come by, hearing by, so I don't care how many times you read it, read it over and over again. 
let it soak in. Some of them need to sit in a spiritual bath to, to some stuff soak in. We done heard so much word. We done had so much teaching. We done had so much preaching. So many classes uh, and stuff just flying over our head. Uh, we don't let it soak in our spirit and get in our mind uh, and meditate on it because uh, you let the devil steal as soon as you leave the door. But you need to let it soak in for a change. Are you soaking Epsom salt? You know, soothe the making muscle. Uh, you need an Epsom salt bath in the spirit. Uh, huh? We're not just reading stuff. Huh? It's a different in reading and eating. Come on, let's read it. I beseech you, therefore, brethren. By the mercies of God. It's of the Lord's mercies we are not consumed because it's gracious faithfulness because he's a merciful kind God forgiving our sins from generation to generation. He will not because he's merciful not because I'm good. You ain't good. We ain't did nothing good. We ain't righteous. There's none good. No, not one. Because it's the mercies of God that we are here today. We still stand it. You made it through hell and high water. You made it through the storm. You made it through the dark time, the downtime, the uptime. It's because of the mercy of God. My God, that he shielded and protected you uh, when it was all kind of evil lurking around in the streets, uh, in the streets of the city, your neighborhood, on the jobs. Uh, people was out to get you. They wanted to hurt you, wanted to harm you, wish you evil, wanted to kill you. The enemy tried you. The enemy came against you. And he was, oh my God, he was stopped by the standard of God. Because the mercy of God. I like that. That you present your you present your whole self unto God as a living sacrifice. Your whole life. Huh? We just want to present a part. God said I want all or nothing. Huh? I want your time. I want a tenth of your increase. I want your worship. I want your praise. I want your children. Huh? I want it all. <laughs> oh, God is hard to deal with. Jesus. He wants your sacrifice. A praise with thanksgiving. With the fruit of our lips. Oh, he wants it all. Huh? He wants you to set aside time for him and him alone. That means we got to turn the TV on, the radio off. Huh? I ain't coming right now. I'll holler at you later. Huh? Present yourself. Hey, my God, that, that requires something. You present yourself unto the Lord. He said, Karina, I called you. You belong to me. And I expect time with you. <laughs> I'm going to bless you and bless your hands. I expect a tenth of your increase. 
Huh? Oh, yeah. I expect your children to be presented to me, the ones that I loaned you. I expect your service, Minister Tina, to serve me continually. Don't you back down, come down, come up missing. I expect you to present yourself. And you do it with your whole heart, Deaconette. Because you've been given a big responsibility and accountability. And it's unto the Lord. It ain't unto folks. It's not unto people, Brother Lamont. Sister Alfreda. Oh, Deacon James. Sister Bean. Sister Rosetta. And it's unto God. You present yourself. If everybody in the house sleep, you get up. You get dressed. You get ready to present yourself. Leave them where they at. If they want God, they'll come to present yourself. You owe me is what God is saying. You owe God. Everything that God done done in your life, we owe God. Come hell or high water, you be in God's presence. You come to church. You don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together as the man of Psalm is. Did you present? Huh? I'll preach it in a minute like I feel it. But you present yourself. <sighs> because I got to go to the tent of meeting. I got to meet God. I got to present myself to him. He is my maker. He is my healer. He is my provider. He's done so much for me. I can't tell it all. Living, not dead, not buried, but you living, lively stones. Didn't we read that earlier? You are lively stone under God. That means you should have some fire. You should have some fervor. You should be excited to come and worship and praise God and to hear his word. Holy, acceptable unto God, which is what? God ain't never asked us nothing too burdensome. Nothing. Anything God asks us to do in his word, it ain't burdensome. Huh? 